Hey girl, have you ever tried to eliminate breakfast in an effort to save your calories so that you can just use those calories for lunch and dinner? Today in their Fit Tip Friday podcast, I'd love to talk about intermittent fasting. I'm sure you've heard the term. It's a term that's been out there for a long time now, and I don't know if you've tried it, but would like to chat with you today about it. So hang in there with me and let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. So I think today is really important to uh, talk about intermittent fasting because I feel like for people who are food obsessed, someone like myself, you know, thinking that intermittent fasting is really something for me to try because you know, for lack of trying any every other thing that there is to try to lose weight, a lot of people use intermittent fasting to lose weight. And for some people, it works. However, I think that when we talk about people like myself, who really struggle with um, the restriction part of it, it really can backfire. So today, I want to share with you three reasons that it may not work for you, if you are someone who considers himself obsessed with food, someone who's always tracking, always restricting, always on a diet, always thinking about planning, prepping, it may not work for you. And maybe you've tried it and you've realized that it didn't work for you, but maybe there's some insights today that I can give you that really would confirm that um, and keep you from kind of that shiny object syndrome, seeing that again, thinking that you could probably try it again. I think that, you know, for myself, I tried it. And for me, I'm a breakfast person. I enjoy breakfast. I enjoy starting my day with something to fill my belly. Usually I wake up um, and not long after I wake up, I get hungry, hunger pains. And for me to just ignore those hunger pains for the, the full morning period and try to wait until lunch, try to white knuckle it until lunch really lended me to overeat in those times and periods when I was allowed to eat. And in reality, I would probably ate just as many or more calories than I did, you know, in the full day of eating. And I really think that to, to think about where you are and what you struggle with is super important when you're facing the decision about trying something like this. I think that, you know, starving yourself in any scenario is not the way to go. I think if you've listened to any of my podcasts to this point, I've talked about deprivation and as a moderation 365 coach, deprivation, the, what we teach is deprivation always leads to a binge. And it, it's really truth. Uh, it is always something that when we deprive our bodies, we physiologically cannot keep that up. We will always binge at some point, whether that's two days later, whether that's two weeks later, whether that's two months later that will always come if we are depriving ourselves. And so let's first talk about what is intermittent fasting. 
It's also known as energy restriction. Basically, it's meal timing your schedules, switching between fasting and then regular scheduled eating. And, you know, there, there, there can be so many different ways to do this um, as far as timing goes. But I think the other way to look at it is just you're restricting calories. You're not eating during certain periods of time to control your weight and food intake. That's really the way that we, we're looking at this today is just to restrict the calories because you're only eating, let's say you're only eating between 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. You're only eating during an eight-hour period. There's there's a few different ways out there to do it, but for, for today's topic, we're really talking about that eight-hour of eating window that you're allowed to do on an intermittent fasting diet. Um, there have been people who have been successful with this, and chances are they're probably not food-obsessed, and they probably aren't hungry when they wake up in the morning. They're people that may not get hungry until 11 or 12 o'clock anyway, and you know, maybe by eight o'clock at night, they really don't want any food because they just don't have the hunger. And so they're able to stay within that, fr that, that framework and eat a normal meal. And so, but when we look at it through a lens of food obsession, that it really can backfire. So I want you to consider these three, these three reasons. First of all, if you wake up thinking about food, then A, your body is not going to stop. Your mind is not going to stop until you get some, right? And here comes overeating, right? Overeating late into the evening, maybe beyond your time frame that you're supposed to be restricting yourself. Secondly, your mental energy is spent even before noon, right? If you wake up hungry and you know that you've got to wait until noon to eat, you're consumed with the thoughts of what you're going to eat because you're trying to white knuckle it the entire morning when you probably should have had something earlier anyway. And thirdly, it really can increase your food obsession. If you're somebody that's already obsessed with food, why, why would we want to prolong that and, and really starve ourselves or restrict ourselves until a certain time frame of the day just to save calories on breakfast? And so kind of retraining your thinking a little bit here. The second reason is to never really learn your specific biofeedback. So if we are doing intermittent fasting and we're, we're going by the clock, it's telling us that we can only eat between 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. That really doesn't take anything into consideration. Our biofeedback has no bearing on that that restriction, right? So if we think about our biofeedback, we're talking about our hunger, our energy, and our cravings. So we don't really tap into what each of those things is for our own needs when we're trying to eat on a clock, right? Learning to know when we're hungry and what we need to eat to satisfy that hunger. Secondly is our energy levels. Are our energy levels dropping? Maybe we need to make sure we're getting some healthy carbohydrates. If we're restricting only to protein and dietary fats for, for our meals, maybe we need a little bit more carbohydrates in there, energy drops. And our cravings. Are we craving a bunch of sugar? Are we craving chocolate? Are we craving things that we don't normally crave because we are not eating normally and not eating to, to what our body needs? And so when we intermittent fast, we really are, are following a clock. We're not really listening to what our bodies are telling us. So it keeps us from really learning that about ourselves. And the last reason is if you're somebody who likes to work out, exercise could really compromise the right goal. So really, first of all, it comes down to what, what is your true goal here? You're, lose, you're trying to lose weight. 
but are you trying to lose weight with your exercise? Are you trying to lose weight with diet and exercise? You've got to be real specific about what you're trying to do, because if you're trying to, to include your workouts into a program of intermittent fasting, let's say you do your workouts in the morning and you don't eat anything until noon. Well, you are working out and you're not refueling your body. Therefore, especially the type of workout that you potentially could be doing could make you even hungrier by the time that you eat. Therefore, you're actually eating more calories than you normally would had you just kept the same routine and not done the, the de deprivation from, you know, wake up until noon. Secondly, your energy might crash if your timing is off, right? You get your workout in and, you know, your body really does need some fuel and you're very sluggish because you didn't have anything past eight o'clock at night, or even maybe you had an early dinner or six o'clock. And your body is just really saying, I need some fuel. And so that energy level is going to drop even if you've had a workout. The third piece here to exercise is really that exercising really can create hunger later in the day, depending on the type of workout you're doing. If you're just doing like some steady state cardio, that's just, you know, moderate intensity and you're there and you're on elliptical or you're running for 40 to 45 minutes you're trying to burn some calories well you're going to burn some calories but you're also releasing the hunger hormone that is really causing you to be more hungry if you're doing things like weight training strength training that doesn't kick off that hormone uh, as much as doing that type of cardio does. So you're a little bit better with that. However, what's your point there? Are you strength training to build muscle? Because you have to have fuel and protein and food to do that. So there's a fine line here um, with, with this style, this way of eating. And I, for me, I just, it just didn't, doesn't work. For me, it didn't work. And, you know, if you're someone who thinks this could be an option for you, I would, I would have you kind of weigh those three reasons as to how that's going to impact you and the goals that you have. And really, is it going to be something that's going to help you grow and learn about yourself? Or is it just a matter of following a clock? Uh, something to think about. So, you know, really, if you wake up thinking about food, probably not the best way to go for you. And if you don't really know when you're hungry, how your energy and your cravings are, spend some time working on that, getting in tune with that so that you're able to identify your hunger, what your body needs and how to feed it well, so that you are keeping your energy levels normalized up and that you're not having a ton of cravings. Learn how to do that and it will completely eliminate the need for something like intermittent fasting. The last thing, just to summarize, is really exercise, being mindful of how you're putting exercise into your, your nutrition and what that looks like um, and, and what your goals are. I hope that you'll find what works for you. And certainly um, it is a practice. It's a daily practice. It's a practice at every meal, trying different foods, different textures that make you enjoy your food, that satisfy you so that you don't feel that deprivation making a decision based on your goals and what you need, what your body needs, not what somebody else is doing. Don't just jump on the bandwagon because it sounds like something great. Or if somebody's had success with it, lost 20 to 30 pounds on intermittent fasting, well, their body's different than yours and you can't compare yourself in that way. So really a lot of things to consider. Would love to connect with you if you've got questions or just want to share your story. 
would love for you to connect in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, or you can always email me directly, Tara, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com and would love to connect with you and share some some insight in and kind of hear where you are. I hope this has blessed you in some way. You've gotten a little nugget of something that you can take with you and um, and try and progress in your goals uh, for what you have for yourself. Take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.